0: Um, got packed in early in the morning, get camp set up. And I'm like, here we go. I'm going over this ridge to go find this bear. I knew he was going to be there. So I get over the ridge and I get set up and I'm looking at that point that I think I can kill the bear from. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go over there and just sit there because if I just sit there and he pops out, then I don't have to make a stock and I'm already there. Yeah. So on my way over, I'm like, I see something on a log ahead of me. I'm like, what the heck is that? there's a bear hide oh, no. sprawled out on a log in front of me and I'm like holy crap I and I look I look in the glass it's that chocolate bear
1: that I was coming in there for welcome to hunting stories brought to you by late to the game outdoors everyone loves a good story and hunters have some of the best our whole mission is to collect and share great stories from hunters just like you to entertain and keep you motivated all year long so Pull up a seat around the campfire, because here we go. Welcome back to the Hunt Stories podcast. I am joined once again uh, by my good buddy, Josh Kirchner, who uh, was kind enough to take the time. Josh, thanks for being here.
0: No problem.
1: Josh, yep. is, uh, he's from Dialed In Hunter. He's been here a couple times before. We've had him on episode six and eight. It's been far too long uh that's my fault not yours <laughs> and uh and also if you listen to episode 20 when i finally broke my bear curse that whole story is uh 97 uh josh's doing <laughs> i got to pull the trigger. that was basically my whole contribution um was sucking wind up a mountain and pulling a trigger at the last minute hey you did it though <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're, you're so encouraging a lesser <laughs> man would be like yeah that's right you're welcome and you suck um Anyway, uh, Josh is here, cause uh, dude, you had just an epic adventure in Idaho for Spring Bear. Yes, yes. Uh, and so with with no more setup than that, other than it was an awesome trip, and uh, I've seen some of the footage, that is some incredible country. Uh, just dig in, like start start wherever you want, and uh, tell us the story. Yeah,
0: so um, always like had a fascination with going to Idaho for Spring Bear. Um, a lot of people like people have these like fantasies about going on these epic elk hunts and stuff like in September and bugling bulls all over the place. Me, I've, I have, my stuff all rests with black bears. I, I have these like these, uh, adventure hunts I want to go on. And Idaho has always been really high on my list to do that. Um, Idaho is an over the counter bear state. So anybody can go, um, it, it, you just need the willingness to do so so um that's what i did i was like you know what i'm just finally like, i'm gonna pull the trigger on this like you can get two tags over there in two t- tags over the counter two tags uh might i add each one of those tags is uh, i believe cheaper than our resident bear tags here in arizona
1: <laughs> um so they, they have a bear problem they want help yes, dealing with.
0: yes they have a lot of bears over there in idaho so um so yeah i decided i'm just gonna pull the trigger on it and go make it happen Um, didn't have anybody to go with.
1: I'm sorry about that, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. I I had Um, a 15 year anniversary trip. I could not skip. Oh, oh, that's, uh, it's probably for the best (laughs) for you. (laughs) I I love hunting. I want to stay married.
0: Yes. Um, so yeah, no, didn't have anybody to go with. Just went, made the, I think it came out to 18 hours from my house in the truck. Um, and packed into a, some rugged, rugged backcountry that I've, never stepped foot in before and uh yeah just just started hunting it was i got there um packed up hiked in hike into camp was about five miles i had to do like 2000 elevation not too bad <laughs>
1: yeah but it's that's not an easy hike. It's, no it's
0: not easy <laughs> but it was it was in the whole time do i tell you what like uh, the whole time on the way in there um just looking at what i was walking into i it Look, I mean, it was, I was like, man, this is, this is like really big country. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's like super steep, but there was all this green grass and the yellow, the flowers were popping and stuff. And it just looked like I was walking into the promised land of spring bears in the United States. <laughs> okay. um, So got into camp and I, so what I did, I camped out on this, uh this, this finger Ridge and uh, just set up set up camp, and I just basically hunted right from camp the first evening. And there's just like elk all over the place, you know, just like a herd of elk up this way. There's a herd of mule deer over here, um, and I'm just I cannot stop looking at everything in front of me. Like it, the bear, the bear thing was starting to kind of become secondary at that point. <laughs> it's just the environment was yeah amazing. yeah snow capped peaks. Oh, you know, just yeah. like I don't get to see stuff like that a whole lot in Arizona, right? Um, but yeah, the first, uh, woke up the the next morning, hunted from camp a little bit, had some breakfast. Then I made a, made a push over to the next basin and hunted that all day long. No bears, uh, saw again, bunch of elk, bunch of deer, glassed up some sheep where I was, Okay, which was awesome. Um, and, and went, went back to camp and the whole time. I was there, I was like, man, there, there was this backside of this ridge that I wanted to get to. Um, I was just really curious. It looked great on a map. It kind of went against like this. I, I might get off on a tangent here a little bit. That's the, quite all right. The So in general, like spring bears, if uh, south-facing slopes are like really popular for that. Right? Okay. And the reason being is because That's this is where all the green up is oftentimes going to pop up first, right? Spring bears are heavily focused on grass, green grasses. Um, you can then you'll find them out in meadows grazing like a cow, so that's oftentimes where I start looking. But I kept looking across the main drainage at a north face. And it was some of the greenest stuff that I was looking at. And I so I don't know if it was like maybe just kind of like the time of year I was there. Maybe I missed the south green up a little bit, possibly. Okay. Yeah. Um, Not entirely sure. But that's why I was like, man, I want to get over to this other side because it was a north face. So the next morning I woke up and it was going to be my last morning back in this particular area before I went and hunted with some buddies in another unit. And went over the side, sat down, and in about 20 minutes, I find this big chocolate boar walking <laughs> down beneath beneath me. And and how this was set up, it was kind of interesting. It was like there was still quite a bit of snow on the north side of this main ridge, but beneath the snow was just absolute lush green. Oh, man. And that's where this bear was. It was still winter on the top of the mountain, okay and then it was it was it was it was pretty wild looking it was like winter at the top of the mountain then spring towards the bottom
1: that's that's crazy for an arizona boy to to wrap your head around (laughs) yes
0: yeah so so that right there that was something new that i have never really dealt with like i i don't do like here in arizona we're not really dealing with snow lines and stuff it's just not yeah what's
1: a snow line (laughs) right exactly
0: so um i start making a run i'm like man he's you know, these early spring bears, they don't, they're not, they don't move a whole lot. You know what I mean? Yep. He's going to be there. And I see this point way off. I'm like, man, if I can get to that point, I can get a shot at this bear. So I start making my way over there. And uh, soon, I think it was like two hours later when I figured out, I, yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm getting down to this bear. Hmm. And it was because, like, I got caught in, like, waist-deep snow. <laughs> couldn't move. And I'm by myself. And I'm like i'm starting to question like uh i gotta get this thing out on my own you know what i mean like yeah. i don't know if this is a good idea. i don't know if, if this is safe
1: oh. honest, you know what i mean to be yeah. honest that's i always say that about solo hunting yeah like there's you need to have that extra level of caution or mm-hmm. just that awareness like hey i'm alone yeah and if i had a buddy maybe i'd push through this yeah but, but this might not be a good idea
0: so so yeah because of that i was like you know what there's more than one bear in idaho
1: apparently (laughs) i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna throw the towel in on this stock you know what i mean it just just didn't feel right so i backed out drove back into town and as luck would have it neither of my friends could meet me to go hunting in the other unit of course so uh they just it was i mean it was like one of those things like life happens yeah you know and they had obligations so um hunted down there for we're three days into my trip now Um, I hunted down there for another two nights, I believe. Um, maybe one, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was two and, uh, turned up some bears down there, bunch of elk, bunch of deer. Um, but no boars. I I saw, I, it was a sound cub that I kept seeing down in that area, which was way easier, like country. It wasn't, I mean, it, all of Idaho was like rugged, but like where I was at first, it was like Mordor. (laughs) <laughs> At first, and then and then great the, reference. the second spot I went into was more kind of you know what I'm used to, um just kind of regular bear country, but um, so but the whole time I was in this area, <clears throat> and like I was excited I was seeing the, that sound cub, but I could not stop thinking about the first area that I went into and uh, it's it's like the reason I wanted to go to Idaho it was
1: like that area like just like or that just, type of country okay. like that yeah. just
0: rugged nasty stuff that is very unique to that state yeah um some of the most rugged country in the lower 48 you know what I mean um so I was like you know what screw this is there's a storm coming in I'm like I'm gonna use this to my advantage I'm gonna drive through the night yes I drove through the night got to the trailhead at like midnight slept like crap in my truck at the trailhead always. Yep. (laughs) Oh. And then woke up and was just like had all of my gear sprawled out at the trailhead because it was soaking wet from the storm that I packed my tent up in (laughs) the, the day before. So hanging out there. And, uh, I finally get everything packed up and I'm like, okay, here we go. This is the last hoorah. I'm going in after this chocolate bear because on my map, I found a point that I just didn't see when I was there. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to be way easier for me to get to. And I think I can kill this bear right from there. So I was going in like, quote unquote, like on a mission to get after this chocolate bear. What's funny about that is on the way out, my first time, I ran into some young fellas that were coming in. (laughs) I remember this part. And, uh, really nice kids, man. Um, we like exchanged phone numbers and everything became, you know, sometimes you just get along with people right off the bat. Yeah. So I, at that point, I didn't think I was coming back into this area. (laughs) I was pretty done with it. That last day on my way out, like stalking that bear and coming out back to the truck, it was nine
1: miles that I did. In. Rugged, rugged country. Yes. Like, that's not nine miles down a dirt road. No, <laughs> no.
0: So I was toast. I hiked for, I think I was hiking from like 11, no, 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 10 in the morning until five or six at night. Like I, constantly. It's a long day. So I, I was done with this area. I was like, you know what, guys? There's this big chocolate boar that's <laughs> over this ridge. Helpful Josh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's four of you guys. You can get them. You know, yeah. if I, so. Um. Yeah. So I get packed back in. Let's <laughs> let's fast forward to to present here. I uh I'm on my way back in. Big smile on my face. It looks even better than the first time I went in. Like it's even more green, even more in, flowers. in just a few days. Just, stuffs blooming. And- that was that was incredibly interesting to me. The um, the the like what a couple days does. Yeah. Cause I walked in and it, I mean, it looked good to me when I walked in, but like three days later, it's different. That's crazy. There wasn't snow Man, in three days, like three days later, like that waist deep snow was gone. That's, I,
1: I can't figure that out. Yeah. I don't, I'm too Arizona to it's understand how that
0: works. Pretty unbelievable. So, um, yeah, get camp set up. Um, got packed in early in the morning, get camp set up. And I'm like, here we go. I'm going over this ridge to go find this bear. I knew he was going to be there. So I get over the ridge and I get set up and I'm looking at that point that I think I can kill the bear from. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go over there and just sit there because if I just sit there and he pops out, then I don't have to make a stalk, and I'm already there. Yeah. So on my way over, I'm like, I see something on a log ahead of me. I'm like, what the heck is that? There's a bear hide sprawled out on a log in front of me. And I'm like, holy crap. I, and I look, I look in the glass. It's that chocolate bear that I was coming in there for.
1: Are you a new hunter or even a guy with some miles under his boots who's still just trying to figure it out? I get it. I've been there. I'm an adult onset hunter who spent the last 15 years learning how to hunt. And so I wrote the book. How to Hunt: A Total Beginner's Guide to Hunting Big Game, as the resource I wish existed all those years ago when I first started. Whether you're planning to chase elk with your bow in the West or you're hunting for whitetails back East, this book will take you from knowing absolutely nothing to your first harvest. It's packed with hunting stories and plenty of those times where I royally screwed up. You'll leave with a sound strategy for hunting big game and have plenty of laughs along the way. Grab a copy today at late2thegameoutdoors.com/how-to-hunt-book.
0: i'm like dude heck yeah those guys got that bear and um i was taking pictures of their hide and everything and video and stuff like that (laughs) and and i but i didn't know where they were i was like man i really i really wish i could talk to these guys and find out how this all happened and like where that bear was i'm sure he was kind of still in the same area um lo and behold i keep walking and i come across their camp The, the bear hide was 20 yards down from their camp and I'm like, all right, this is a cool little camp, you know what I mean? Had a nice little setup, but they weren't in the camp. So I started making my way over to that point, and as I was doing that, in all honesty, I got a little bit discouraged yeah. because I'm like, I was going to that point to shoot this bear, and this bear's dead right here. <laughs> yeah. So I I pulled out and I went. I'm like, I'm just gonna go back to where I was to okay. to, to keep glassing. Yeah. So on my way back out, I get back to the point I was on. And ten minutes goes by, and I look down. There's a bear down beneath me at 475 yards. Sweet. Feeding, doesn't know I'm there. So, in a panic, I grab my rifle, misdial it. Oh. For some for some reason, it's the bow hunter in me. It's
1: yeah. You you you're an amateur rifle hunter. <laughs> you know what I mean. So,
0: uh, misdial the scope. I get it took me forever to figure out how to like get laid down prone and uh send the shot and you know, totally missed. And the bear, yeah. the bear runs, goes down the hill totally unscathed. I see the bear walking on a on a distant ridge, um, just completely fine. Yeah. Well, that shot let these guys know where I was. So they come walking over and they're like, ah, did you get him? Oh. So we start talking and stuff like that. And Apparently that bear, they missed that bear twice so far before I missed it.
1: It's just the luckiest bear in Idaho. Yes. And he's
0: on the same ridge every day. That's what I was, that's why I was kind of like, you know, when I was like, when I mentioned, I knew that chocolate was going to be in the same area. These earlier spring bears, man, if you find one, you can dang near throw a blanket on them because they're going to be right around that area somewhere, you know? So, um, anyway so yeah I got to catch up with these guys you know spent the evening with them uh they were nice enough to let me warm up by their fire and Good news. um yeah yeah and um it turned out I'm like where'd you shoot that chocolate at that point they're like <laughs> yep <laughs> so the I, point you were on the your point way that I was on my way to. So good, I really, really excited for those guys. It's a great bear. I got to see it up and up close and personal. And uh, what a solid boar you know, for them awesome. to get. Um, apparently that kid. So he. So there was four guys, um, but one one kid is the one he the kid that shot it packed it out by himself, uh, back to camp. Now the reason he was able to do that was in idaho you're not it, you're not legally obligated to take the meat of a bear interesting you can leave everything if you want but you need to take the hide in the head okay he took some meat but not a whole lot and mm-hmm. so that's how he got it all out in one trip the hide and like one like strip of meat or whatever that they were eating in camp huh. um but he got he shot that bear at four he didn't get back to camp until three in the morning go so That's a long... Yeah.
1: Just like the steepness of like yeah. running way up the mountain.
0: And when he got there, when he shot that bear, he shot that bear the evening I left. Oh, man. And so he was coming up through that snow and he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I was like going up and then I'd slide down 10 feet with a bear on my back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so he, it took him a while. Um. Anyways... So I leave those guys. I'm like, well, you know, do, do you guys mind if I come back in here in the morning and, and glass with y'all? They're like, no, not at all. You know? And uh, so that's what I did. Went back in the next morning and they're, they're hanging out drinking coffee. And um, I throw the binos up and I'm like, there's, there's one right there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's all one way off. And it looked like a pretty good boar, a jet black boar. And um, these guys were getting out of here uh, that day uh funnily enough one of them was missing when I got there because he was going after the bear again that I, that all of us missed
1: <laughs> oh man. that
0: morning and he had already missed the bear twice before I got there
1: so he was going back you know third times the charm he was to finally do it
0: this was all the same stalk <laughs> oh my gosh okay. so he like stalked the bear missed him twice and then like or once and then stayed down there trying to find the bear and then missed the dang thing again. So yeah, this bear. Yeah. If he, he's probably still be there next year. Yeah. He's the so, luckiest bear in Idaho. So, um, so anyways, I, you know, we, we said our farewells and, and they're like, man, good luck with that bear, you know? And I wasn't in a rush to get over there. Cause I knew the bear. I'm like, he's going to be there. He's going to pop back out at some point in that area. Took me three hours to get in position on the bear. And from that point, I waited for seven hours.
1: Just waiting for him to come back out. Mm -hmm. and
0: And then he, and he came back out and, uh, I told myself, I'm not going to, he needs to be at this range here. Uh, I was very comfortable at this particular range before I left Arizona. Um, and I'm like, I'm not shooting him unless he's at least at that, this yardage. Yeah. He was a hundred yards past that yardage and i watched him for an hour so now we're at eight hours um and finally he gets to where i need him to be and he's broadside in a meadow dude i spent so much time like i i laid down looked at him through the scope filmed him looked through him through looked at him through the scope more just to kind of try to calm myself down Checked the dial on my scope multiple times. (laughs) rearranged the bear 20 times. And then finally decided, I'm like, all right, this is where I need him to be. Laid down and and squeezed off real slow, shot. And saw the bear running down the hill. And I'm like, okay, you know, run down. Looked at the footage. I got it all on film. Looked at the footage and see my bullet just sail over his back and hit the dirt above him, you know, and it, it was just, I mean, the windage was, was money. Yeah, It was like right. It was so money. It's right there. Like where it needed to be. Um, but yeah, sent it over his back and, and, uh, that bear walked off unscathed as well. So I missed two bears. Um, and at that point I was at, I think this was day eight for me total. Yeah. Um, and I was getting out of there the next morning and I, I, Uh, dude on my hike back I was really contemplating I'm like I I don't even I didn't even know if I was gonna hunt the next day yeah just because like my confidence at that point you you, if you you have two misses like that and you really start questioning yourself you start questioning your equipment for sure um and wounding an animal I would rather not even get a shot than wounded animal 100% you know so um had a lot to think about on my hike back to camp on my hike back to camp I run into a guy um from utah we saw these guys come in the night before this is interesting um had having a real hard time yeah just real hard okay just like slugging up the mountain okay they got into where they were going to camp like right at dark the the previous day um i stop and camp i'm like hey what's, what's going on man you know just like yeah. kind of take a break and chit chat a little bit um, And he was just having a bad day, man. Like <laughs> he was, he was like, he's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna have my wife come get me tomorrow. Oh man. I'm like, really? you like from Utah. Your wife's driving from Utah to come get you. She's like, he's like, yeah, she's driving eight hours or whatever to come get me tomorrow. I'm like, man, dude, like you like, why you should, feel like you should stick it out. Dude. It's getting good. You know, like the yeah. bears are moving. Um, The moral of this whole thing, like this guy, uh, marathon
1: runner, that is crazy.
0: And he, he, he just got his butt handed to him.
1: Just, just gassed and, on the mountain.
0: And, and was mentally defeated, physically defeated. Uh, and like, I, I saw, I, I've been there, you know yeah. what I mean? I was trying to encourage him to stay. Um, but he, he sounded pretty, pretty dead sad on, no, I'm going to get out of here tomorrow. And he was leaving his buddies there. He had two buddies there oh, as well. Man. Um, Anyways, had a good chat with him, um, but they, they, he, they had, you know, his eyes were a lot bigger than his brain, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get that. You know, um, uh, made the mistake that we've all made, like looking at satellite imagery, mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll hike in here. It's gonna It's going to yep. be great. And then you look at the actual mountains. Yeah. And you're like, oh man.
0: And it, and it was a shame, you know, like they, like they looked forward to it all year. Yeah. And they made this big drive, made this big push into this killer country. And uh, he just, he ended up throwing in a towel. Um, what's kind of funny about this is I met the guy on my hike out, uh, the next morning. Um, I, I only hunted for about an hour the next morning and nothing, I didn't see anything. So I decided to hike out. I met the guy at the trailhead again, the same guy, and he was just sitting there on the road,
1: just waiting for his wife, waiting for
0: his wife. So he, uh, we ch- we chatted a bit, you know, and he like he, I ended up giving him a ride down the road to meet his wife. <laughs> so oh, I, and he was nice enough to throw me some money for for a burger in town, you know. Oh, so man. it's just it's kind of cool, you know. You meet you meet some cool people out there. Um, everyone's out there for the same reasons. Yeah, you know? ha- get away, have a good time, experience these wild places, and uh, I absolutely cannot wait to go back to that area. And sounds like you're coming with me. Uh, that is the plan. It's no so. that
1: that time will be it'll be around my sixteenth anniversary and that that's not special. Yeah. So we we'll just uh, <laughs> No, I I say that jokingly. My wife is the best super understanding hunting wife. Yeah. Um so yeah, absolutely. It's it's on the books. It's it's in the plans.
0: Um yeah, no, it's it's incredible. Um had had a really, really great time. It was a really um really great learning experience you know yeah. like taking yourself out of your comfort zone and which is something that was very apparent when i when i got there i'm like well this is not this is out of my, i mean bear hunting is not out of my wheelhouse but where i was yeah it was definitely a different game
1: which is interesting because you are a highly experienced backcountry hunter uh you wrote a book on the subject mm-hmm. but <laughs> but yeah. uh like you know what you're doing right but even this is just a kind of different level of challenge.
0: Yeah, it was. And it was it was cool like walking through it and kind of figuring it out as I went, um which was reward enough for me. Like I yeah. I was like, man, you know, got there, didn't see anything, but, and then figured it out and found the bears. That was pretty cool. And so I di- I definitely didn't walk away empty-handed from that, you know. Oh, yeah. Like I know like next time I go back, I know right where I'm going and and like the <laughs> strategy that I'm going to use. Um, I will say if I could, if there's one thing that I like, like a prominent thing that I took away from that hunt was I moved around way too much. Okay. Like I, I feel like if I would have focused all eight, nine of those days in that particular area, yeah, I feel like it would, I would have done a lot better. Maybe maybe I would have missed more, um, but but I feel like I I know I would have seen more bears. Yeah, because um, you kind of you know you, you put the pieces together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You kind of figure this out, and 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 like you figure that if you figure out with puzzle pieces in one piece of country, you can apply those puzzle pieces to other bits of country, and oftentimes come out and find bears. Sure. You know, it's just you're 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 it's a, it's just a recipe. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, well, you know, North face, bottom of the North face, you know, green grass, um, and, uh, you know, um, nasty, steep, steep stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and you, you get over there and you can, I, I bet if you go to another North face with, with that type, <laughs> same thing, you're going to find bears. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, if I could if I took one thing away, that would probably be it: the, to the,
1: not try the different units or the meet and buddies, but just hey, I'm I'm bombing into this wilderness and I'm going to be here for seven eight days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. You
0: get kind of scatterbrained, you know.
1: It, it's well, you got you know first time up in a in that state looking for spring bear mm-hmm. like how there's so many areas you could hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I can yeah. see the temptation to like, oh, I'll spend a couple days here mm-hmm. and then I'll bounce over here. Like,
0: Yep. And that's what I did. And that's what I had. Like I had, I had so many pins scattered throughout Idaho. Yeah. About like, oh, just a, like all of it. I feel like you could throw a dart at Idaho and land in good bear country. <laughs> it sounds like, it. you know, so there was just so much potential in all these different areas. But in the at the end of the day, you need to give areas time to work. Mm-hmm. and and really like let things be known right yeah. and let and like kind of like it's just it's like the flow of the mountains right like they kind of just y- y- they move at a different tick than we do right For Tick, sure. tick that yeah. oh that, yeah
1: you didn't even talk about ticks
0: yes i i <laughs> sorry uh no i i locked down on the tick front man i, I found one tick
1: One tick the whole eight days.
0: One tick the whole eight days. I ran into a guy that had been hunting in this area for, uh, it was his third year, and he's never seen
1: one. That's, because you, like, I remember before the trip, you were like, hardcore geeking out on ticks and yes. how to prevent and how you're just like i'm gonna go i'm gonna get lyme disease i'm gonna die
0: it's it, it was it was definitely different like we do not deal with that stuff down here in arizona no so i went in i mean all my clothes were doused in permethrin before i went um i was doing tick checks every night which i mean that's just good practice anybody in tick country sure you need, you need to do that but like super it was eerie like yeah. you're like wondering, oh, like you're laying there in your sleeping bag, and you and like maybe you like feel something on your ear. Uh huh. And you're like, oh, dude, what is that? You know, <laughs> and it's just like a hair yeah. or something. But like. Then
1: then you f- like you feel six more. things, yes. Like your brain starts going nuts. Yeah,
0: and then I and then the 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 kids I I was like hunting with, uh, they didn't find any either. That. You know? That's so crazy. So yeah, lucked out. I don't know if it was just like the year or what, but but what gives me hope is that the dude I ran into has been there for three years. He hasn't seen one.
1: Yeah, that's so something about that particular area. Yeah, it's not as tick heavy as other spots.
0: With, maybe that's what I'm thinking. I from, from people that I've talked to that you know hunt Idaho or just like tick areas in general, ticks kind of have like zones that they're just more thick in. Okay. And sometimes, you know, you get into an area and there's not a whole lot of them. Yeah, you know, and th- but then other ones you're like, oh, you're just like brushing them off your pants, Ugh. which is
1: just like that. Uh, that sounds gross. Yes, That's gnarly, <laughs> um, dude. Well, as uh, I mean, there's great nuggets in there, great story in there. Uh, I suppose as a way of wrapping up, I'm I'm captivated by the the dude from Utah that uh, that was just bonking mm-hmm. on the mountain. Uh, and even more cat, like when you first started to tell me that part of the story a while ago, like I pictured someone very different who mm-hmm. was just like mm-hmm. maybe not in great shape and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so to hear that this guy runs marathons, which yeah. is a physical and mental feat mm-hmm. that I've never and I have no intention of trying yeah. to do that, uh, but like still gasped. Like, do you have uh, on some advice uh, almost not directed necessarily at him, but like no. he he's a, a type that there's I don't know how many guys every year who probably find themselves in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like well, what could you say to those guys?
0: Um, I think what happens so there's there's definitely there's definitely a thing like like mountain shape does exist like that yeah. is that is its own thing mm-hmm. um, so I mean the best practice. And if you're coming from the Midwest or the East Coast or something like that, it's very hard to replicate. But the best practice is to just throw on a on a, a backpack with weight on it and go hike in the mountains. Yeah, that's if you want to get you if you want to get in shape for hiking in the mountains and get better at hiking in the mountains, you <laughs> need to go hike in the mountains. However, uh, not all of us have the luxury of doing that. So yeah. I think I think a couple of things to keep in mind here are, I I truly believe a lot of us grow complacent in our workouts. Yeah. okay like they're and and we're doing them um, to just to punch a clock right yep. it, it is like oh you, you showed up and you're you're just participating at, at a point and you're not focusing on really pushing yourself yeah um I think it is very beneficial to realize when you hit that point of monotony and you you get there and you're like you know I need I need to I need to do more. At this point, right? Because when you, I promise you, when you get in the hills, you're going to be pushed. Yes, you you will absolutely be pushed. So it's what it's really about. This is this is this is a mental thing too. Is when you arrive at a barrier, kick it down, and keep going.
1: That's gonna that needs to be a (laughs) t-shirt. Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, And there's a lot of focus on another thing. There's a lot of focus on and no, no offense to you, Eric, you, you, you've learned your lessons. (laughs) Um, there's a lot of focus on throwing a lot of weight around on barbells and stuff like that, which is, which is beneficial. It it comes with its benefits. However, there is a lot of more benefit in my opinion on endurance. Mm -hmm. So mixing those two things together, like strength and endurance, um, And like a a strong core is going to take you a lot further in the mountains. If you're just an endurance athlete, you'll do good without a backpack, but you throw a back, you need strength for the weight. Yeah. Right. So you need to, you need to really find this balance and then go with it and don't stop, like go with it. And then when you get to a pinnacle, get to the next pinnacle. Yeah. Right. Because like, especially if you don't have those mountains around you to really train you need to create your own mountains, right? Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. So, um, yeah, just you know, always go to the next level,
1: man. That's uh, that's spot on. I would agree. I can't believe you would uh, badmouth strength training as we sit six <laughs> feet from my uh, squat I, rack that I, I, I love wanna, so dearly.
0: I just want to let everyone know I am sitting. There's a wall next to me that says "Shut up and squat." <laughs>
1: That is true. Okay, (laughs) it's a reminder for myself. It's
0: it's no, I I think there's huge benefit in like squatting and deadlifting and stuff (sighs) like that, and just building a strong foundation. Yes, but I think what like and I I just think endurance and core strength get neglected a lot because it it involves a lot of quote unquote like non sexy workouts. Yeah,
1: they're not fun, and I was kidding. I'm not offended in the least, And, and you. Mm -hmm. rightly pointed out i have learned my lesson and i am uh, hitting the the endurance harder than i ever have this year uh trying to prevent what happened on our bear hunt where i definitely hit a point where i'm like well now i am officially slowing josh down uh, (laughs) i can't have that happening in the mountains of utah it's
0: it's definitely something man it's it's um it it just take it just takes time yeah you know you you, you
1: have to train with purpose You you, you really do absolutely and you have to do those things that suck they like, I don't want to hop on that, that, uh, echo bike over there ever, but I make myself do it
0: to, to quote my buddy, Kyle, uh, from, he does, uh, if anyone's interested in nutrition, check out this dude, Kyle camp from Valley to peak nutrition, really knowledgeable guy. But what he says is, um, you talk to him about like, well, should I do be doing like bench pressing and stuff like that? And he goes, well, are you planning to get up off of the ground a lot? <laughs> I mean, and it's funny, but it's true. Yeah, like it had. He's like, he's like, your wife is gonna like it, you know,
1: which is important. And you're gonna, (laughs) no, it's very important. Everyone needs to be happy here, okay?
0: (laughs) And like, you're gonna look, you're gonna like how you look in the mirror. Yeah. Right, but is that gonna benefit you on a backcountry hunt? Mm,
1: Not, not a lot necessarily. Not necessarily. If you, you're like hoisting a, a. quarter up into a tree you mm-hmm. know you need some upper body mm-hmm. strength i guess but
0: right uh, maybe you fall face first with an elk on your back yeah
1: you need to, and you need to push, push up, up right there you right. go that's one thing <laughs> you probably but have other problems if you just fell face first <laughs> yes. with an elk on your back yes <laughs> <laughs> you need to tend to that broken leg first yeah um dude well josh thank you so much again for taking mm-hmm. the time where uh where can people find you what do you want to point them to you have a non-stop stream of amazing content coming out so uh talk about that
0: Thanks man. Uh, so yeah, if anybody wants to chat with me, I'm on all the social platforms, just search dialed in Hunter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I have a website dialedinhunter.com. And if anyone is interested in learning more about backpack hunting, uh, particularly if you're like a newer backpack hunter, um, I actually wrote a book called "Becoming a Backpack Hunter." You can get it on Amazon. Just search "Becoming a Backpack Hunter," and it'll pop up. It is a from front to back look at backpack hunting from you don't even know if you want a backpack hunt all the way to you're packing an animal out back to the truck.
1: Dude, awesome! Thank you again, and uh, thank you to all of you for uh, for tuning in. And we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back real soon. That was the worst sign off I've ever done, but it'll be fine. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to Hunting Stories. And if you want to stay up on what we're doing with the podcast or anything else going on with Late to the Game, go ahead and check us out at outdoors.com or give us a follow on Instagram at outdoors Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.